Hello, you're listening to Rosie and Jessica's Day of Fun, episode 49, Flailing and Owls. Enjoy the show. I'm Rosie. I'm Jessica. And you're listening to Rosie and Jessica's Jessica's Day Day of of Fun. Hi, Jessica. What's quite weird is because I'm lying down, my headphones are rustling on the pillows, which makes me convinced that the sound quality is poor, but actually it's just... That's got nothing to do with recording. That's my own head flailing about. That What was that? That was me trying to flail. Right, if I'm recording a podcast lying down, I clearly don't have the energy to do a proper flail, so I'm going to do a little micro flail to demonstrate on the internet for you what micro flailing is. It's right, I've taken some cold and flu medication. Should be <laughs> kicking in any time soon. On Saturday, I accidentally had two cups of coffee in a row, and it made my first 15 minutes in the Oxford Story Museum quite interesting i accidentally had because i don't i don't usually have caffeine at all and i was at work a while ago i went and got a coffee and i usually get decaf and i just forgot to ask for decaf and we're all supposed to be going out for dinner in the evening there was a moment where i thought i'm going to have to go home (laughs) then i was fine but the last sort of the yeah the last hour or so of work i was thinking i'm like i have to leave i like the taste of coffee i enjoy drinking coffee but uh, caffeine is not my friend so I, i go for decaf it makes me behave strangely well, this is, of course, tied into the time that I had Pro Plus and it was declared unusual and upsetting. Isn't it unnatural and upsetting? Uh, yes, I think, it, well, I think it was all of them. Unholy. <laughs> Cried watching Basil the Great Mass Detective. Of course he did. I'd taken my Cabbage Patch Kid to campus. I went home this weekend and I realised how much I missed her. But then Aww. I didn't bring her back with me and then I got her and I was like, what an idiot. And I'd left her in the wrong room and I had to tell our mum that she had to go and put her back because otherwise she and Walter would be lonely. This is um, this is intern Kaylee and uh, intern Walter, by the way, everyone. Yeah. She helps edit the podcast. So, Jessica, how have you been? Have you been up to anything? What have I done? What have I done? I've I think it was your birthday. Thing. I have to point that out. I've done so much stuff. For once, I've done stuff. Yeah, it was my birthday. Um, I had a super lovely day. Actually, I had a I had a good birthday weekend in general. Shall I start? Shall I? We'll lead up to that, and we'll talk about what we did earlier in the week. Why do we have to do that? Well, I thought to do it in chronological order, and we hung out and did stuff. You've forgotten. I can't believe it. Oh yeah, no, I forgot which birth, what weekend your birthday was. <laughs> which birthday it was? I'll tell you which birthday it was. Really, twenty nine. I can't believe you're fifty four years old. You're like a day over sixty. Yes, we had a nice actual day of fun. You were late. And then we went out. What? Yeah. 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 The day before. Now, I don't wish to dwell on this, but I, we said, I'll see you between 11 and 11.30. And I jokingly went, I'll see you at 12. And, and you I went, said, hey, no, that's no, ridiculous. Fine. Quarter to one, you arrive. Quarter to run. Because I got stuck in traffic because they were digging up the high street. <laughs> Edit this. <laughs> we had a good day out. We went shopping. We did. we did. I had a few days off from work, which was very pleasant. And we went shopping. And we watched... The librarians, which is not good. Mm. It's mm. not good. No, I've then taken it. Uh, no, I deleted all the episodes I had, but I didn't take it off series link because you never know when you're going to feel that low. I, I, to be honest, by the end of the episode, I had kind of got into it and I wanted to know what had happened. But at the, at the beginning, I was like, oh, this is not. I'll what... tell you what happened, Jessica. The house was a butler. That is what I think had happened. I think that pretty much sums it up. Yes, yes. I bought yeah. loads of new nail varnish, which is great for me. I, that's I, I really like nail varnish. That's like my thing. So did I. I got three bottles of nail varnish. And I got a, six. A new eyeliner and a lip gloss. We went to Model Zone and did their kind of 
whatever was on offer thing. In what they call their bottle shops, which are big plastic bottles that you get into. They're cool. And I love my new lip gloss mostly because I love the packaging. This is turning into a weird haul video. Yeah, it says rubbish because they can't see it. And also, you said you love your new nail, your new lip gloss, but you're holding a nail varnish, and I'm really concerned that you've been painting your face with <laughs> nail varnish. That's because the bottle of nail varnish happens to be sitting next to me. Have you lacquered yourself? Yeah, I look amazing. I also bought a slow cooker. Yeah, how's that panning out for you? Well, I've not used it panning, yet. Panning out for you. That is it's tenuous. No, I get it. I've not used it yet because... Uh, <laughs> Because we went in and I said, oh, I think I'll get a red one. And you said, stainless steel goes with war. So I bought a steel, like a silver one. And I got home and I was like, I really want a red one. So we're going to take it back and get a red one. Okay. But the knife I bought that day has panned out very well. Cutting tomatoes is a lot easier now. Good. Good. And I'm wearing my new pyjamas. Excellent. Yeah. Today is a duvet day. That's the one. It is. Good. Great. Or not. I don't know. Well, we've got lovely snow where I am. So it's quite pleasant just to lie in bed and look at the snow. On my meal planner route for the week, I was going to have yogurt and banana for breakfast. But I looked at the weather and I thought, no, I'm going to make a pot of hot chocolate and have a porridge. <laughs> and I did. Good. Yeah. Good. And I'm going to make bolognese later. Oh, that sounds nice. Um, we have a little bit of snow. I don't think it's very much, but it's a bit difficult to see from where I'm sitting. I've already put photos on the internet for mine, so... <laughs> right. Yeah. Jessica. Yes. It was your birthday, and we both had exciting days, but separately. So would yes. you like to explain what happened? Because it was actually your birthday, whereas I just went off and did something else. I Well, I went to work. That was fine. Uh, so I got to see everyone. So that was nice, I guess. It was nice to be sociable. It was nice, I guess. <laughs> well, because um, everyone was like, oh, why are you in work? Oh, you come to work on your birthday. Why didn't you just take the day off? Because Sat- Saturday is a longer day for us. And they're like, oh, you're here on your birthday. I was like, yeah, I don't mind being here on my birthday. Um, I may as well see- What I mean is I may as well come in and be sociable. I think it was the fact that you'd taken quite a lot of the preceding week off and yet had not taken your birthday off. And that confused me because I thought you were taking the days after your birthday off in a, like a post-birthday treat. And then it was actually, I mean, it's fine. Do what you want. It's your own life. But you did it wrong. Right. Yes, yeah, so I was at work and I went out for dinner with a few friends and then we all went to the pub when we finished work. So that was very nice. And one of my colleagues had made me a lovely cake she'd made me a vegan birthday cake specially um and there was a there was a knock on the on the door to the break room and I said well, come in and a head poked around the door and um one of the boys who works on the on the same floor as me started singing and do you want to build a snowman no but he has done that before <laughs> um singing happy birthday and he opened the door and there were like 12 people singing happy birthday to me and um and helen walked in with a cake with a candle in it and it was really lovely that's good was it a nice cake it was. It's delicious. She'd never made a vegan cake before, and it was lovely. And she'd done very, very well. What flavour was it? Bacon, chocolate. I have a recipe for bacon and maple brownies. That sounds cool. Yeah, I was even as a a vegan. I could see in your eyes you were like, I'm on board with this. I believe you also went to a joint birthday party the week before. Oh yeah, I did. Yeah. Um. So uh, last Sunday there were five of us at work who had birthdays um across twelve days. I think so. We organised a a group outing. We all went out to a bar after after work on Sunday last. Had a boogie, had a dance, had a scoochie about, got some cheap cocktails because they had an offer on. The music was appalling. I will say that. It was awful. I was meant to go to a party that weekend, but I wore myself out trying on a neoprene suit in Topshop, so I didn't go. Failure. I didn't even buy the suit. 
You know why? I saw the picture. It was um. Uh, no, you didn't just see the picture. I took you to see the suit. Oh yeah, that's true. Yeah, it was yeah. horrible. Yeah, it's horrible. It was sort of horrible in a way you could convince yourself might be nice until you give it any kind of rational thought. <laughs> and you're like, no, this is this is bad. Horrible. Well, on your birthday, Jessica, I went to Oxford for a day trip with my friend Mavis, our friend Sophie. Um, how was that? What did you? Oh, uh, well, it was great. For a start, I got on the train and one of my tutors came and sat next to me, not on purpose. And yes, we met up. The first thing we did was go and have a cup of coffee foolishly my second cup of coffee of the day and then we went to the story museum which i was very excited about because i was going to go to do that anyway and then i managed to convince them to come with me so i could combine my trip because it's 16 pounds 35 return from london to oxford and i'm not doing that twice in a month well no quite and so they have an exhibition on called 26 characters which is 26 children's authors dressed up as their favorite characters from books and photographs they're not like in there michael rosa doesn't have to live in the museum and it's all beautiful and set up so that the photos are in appropriate settings you go through the exhibition and there's terry pratchett dressed as just william mallory blackman is the wicked witch of the west and it's great and then there's a bit where you go through and you think those double doors look like a wardrobe oh my god oh my god and you open it up and then there are some fur coats hanging up in the doorway and you go through and they've got a whole room as a forest and it's really beautifully lit and there's snow and all twinkly lights and there's a sleigh and you can sit in the sleigh and then there's the picture of one of the authors dressed as as the white witch from Narnia. Oh that's cool. There's also a dressing up room as part of this exhibition and it's pretty extensive so obviously I ended up in full Captain Hook gear with a big pirate coat and a big curly wig, which later I realised means I definitely now have knits and <laughs> a pirate's hat. And there's a picture of me sitting on a big throne. And it's probably the best photo ever taken. <laughs> when you say sitting on a throne, you mean draped. Draped yeah. across the throne. There's another picture of me on a bit that looks like a pirate ship because I think it's Philip Pullman is dressed up as Long John Silver. No, it's not Philip Pullman. It's somebody. Someone is dressed up as Long John Silver so there's a pirate ship bit of the exhibition so someone took a picture of me and I thought, well, I'll hang on the rigging and then put my foot up on this bit but it was a bit higher and I was wearing very skinny jeans so (laughs) I was at a very odd angle and there's also a bit when you go through the Narnia section the last little room is a tiny little room and it's where Neil Gaiman is dressed as Badger from The Wind in the Willows awesome it's really good and then we went to a knitting shop and then we went and had bagels and then we went and had tea and cake and then we went home so in about six hours we managed to go for three different sit-down visits in a cafe i bought an amazing adventure time t-shirt adventure time come on tell your friends i don't know how it goes i've not seen it Adventure time, come on, grab your friends, we'll go to many distant lands. We'll Jake the dog and Finn the human, the fun will never end. Adventure time. That was lovely. I got this great t-shirt because I saw it uh, on Facebook. And I felt a bit bad because I said, hey, you know how we're going for a nice day trip? Can we please go and specifically buy a shirt? Okay, can I just recommend Primark's men's department for really good pop culture t-shirts? Marks and Spencer's men's department. Primark men's department. Primark. Please. That was my day. Good, but it sounds lovely. Yeah, it was really good. Oxford is a lovely place, and I got to see my lovely friends. And I also went for lunch with my old work colleagues last week, and then just went and sat in my old office for two hours. No one seems to object. Just chilling out. Just Just chilling out. Just getting in the way, just using the stationery. Yeah, I did some photocopying. Well, I wasn't going to stay very long, and then someone made me a cup of tea. And then I felt a bit tired, so I needed to rest. And then somebody else made me a cup of tea. And in the end, I only left because I had to go to school. 
<laughs> but I didn't take my coat off because I thought, well, I'm not really staying. So instead I just was wandering around in my big Arkwright the Grocer's coat for two hours. Well, that's a style choice, I suppose. Oh, the only other thing I have done is that I went to the Super Bowl on Sunday. It's a long trip. It was. Let me rephrase that. I went to watch the Super Bowl on Sunday <laughs> at the uh, at the Hippodrome in London, not at the University of Phoenix. It was it was good fun. Is the Hippodrome that horrible casino on Leicester Square? Yes, that is the one. Yes. Oh no, this story's got even worse. But you're not in the like casinoy bit, so it doesn't it doesn't matter. You could be anywhere. Uh, no, it was a really good night out. Kickoff start was at eleven thirty. The game finishes about five past three. That's a long sports. Yes, especially for for only an hour of actual real play. Oh, there was a brilliant thing. It might have been on No Such Thing as a Fish about the amount of time they actually spend playing, and it's like yes. eleven minutes or something. Yeah, the, of the actual action. Each quarter is fifteen minutes long, but of the actual running, doing stuff, yeah, it was, it's even less. I have just got television hooked up in my bedroom, and that was the night that I came home to have it all sorted, uh, courtesy of our uncle. And I thought, oh, I'm going to watch TV in bed. This is great. Turn it on. I thought, oh, the Super Bowl's on. I could watch that. Wait a minute. I literally do not care about the Super Bowl at all. <laughs> so even though it was Gethin Jones and Adam Richman presenting it for Channel 4. Oh, that's fun. Were you watching the Channel 4 thing, or were you having the feed-in from America? Did you get all the weird no, adverts? We got English adverts, but it was the American feed. Okay. The sound was a bit odd, so you, I wasn't really listening to them speaking. I don't think the dialogue is very good during the Super Bowl. And which was your favourite of Katy Perry's Dancing Sharks? Um, I thought they were all wonderful. Also, somebody had tweeted, 2015 has predicted with a picture of one of Katy Perry's sharks and a picture of the, the holographic shark uh, from Jaws 15, that lo- or whatever number it is, that looms out at Mighty McFly in Back to the Future 2. Yeah. That was <laughs> and they are identical. So finally, something from Back to the Future is, is coming true. Superb owl. I know that that joke is incredibly mainstream and everyone says it, but it makes me so happy. Superb owl i don't even really like owls i don't trust them they're on my list of creatures i don't trust with adolescent ducks and chimpanzees i don't know if i've ever seen an adolescent duck well you have never lived on york's campus they are freaking terrifying right okay okay yeah they look like little dinosaurs firstly they're born cute little fluffy ducklings adorable and then you see the adult ducks they look like ducks but there is a horrible in-between period and they are gross they look like raptors in feather costumes okay i'll take your word for it do you have a song? I do. And I don't think either of us have heard this before, but um, it's on my Spotify playlist and it, it keeps turning up and I really enjoy it. And uh, it's I Do Anything for Love by Meatloaf. Because <laughs> that's the classic. That's weird. I nearly deployed Meatloaf this week because he was my backup for the week he wouldn't allow me to have two. <laughs> that's right, yes. Which I think was very cruel of you. This was one of the first singles I owned because I was a really cool seven-year-old. First single I ever owned was Colours of the Wind from Pocahontas. For a long time, I thought this was the first single I owned, but um, actually, it was uh, Definitely Know by Sonia, which was her Eurovision entry, which came out a couple of months before, so I must have owned that first. I'll give you that. You know. The first album I owned was by the Smurfs, so really. Horrifying. I'm better now. <laughs> top fives! Top fives. Now, Jessica and I joked that we were going to do the top five soups, but frankly, I love soup. Please, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Rosie and Jessica's Day of Funs Top 5 Soups and Stews. 
Yay! <sighs> I was once in a meeting with my friend Freya and my friend Stu, and I was talking about my cooking, and I said, oh, I made a chicken stew. And he said, did you? And it was brilliant. <laughs> it's an odd-numbered show. It's a very odd-numbered show. So, Jessica, please go first with your top five soups and stews. It's so appropriate for this weather. It really is. I'm not making a soup or a stew today, but I am going to make a cottage pie. Okay, cool. Um, well, first up, I have carrot and coriander soup. Yes! Because that's delicious. I think the trick is to use fresh coriander, but not too much. Weirdly, I don't like coriander. You know how some people are genetically... Hate coriander. It's weird. It's gross. Yeah, that's I'm, I'm one of them. But only uh, if it's raw. Like, a few years ago, everyone became obsessed with putting coriander in salads, especially Marks and Spencers. So I spend my entire life picking coriander out of salad, and occasionally sandwiches. Like, why Why would you do this? So it takes me ages to eat anything, and then every so often you miss a bit, and you're like, ah, oh, soap, uh, gross, uh. It's horrible. Um, and it's all you can taste, even though there's a tiniest little bit that's all you can taste, and it's really gross. But when it's cooked into something, I like it. Mainly, carrot and coriander soup. So that's number one. Number two, mushroom soup. Because we had a really good recipe uh, for mushroom soup when we were younger, which I still make today, actually, um, where you like fry up all the mushrooms and then cook them down in the stock, and then you make a roux, and then you mix it all together, and you blend it, and it's delicious. I don't like mushroom soup, because we had it in that French hotel once, and I didn't care for it then, and it stuck with me that I don't like mushroom soup. Right, I seem to remember liking that. Um... It's too grey! I think that's why we we started then making that mushroom soup. It's like, that was lovely mushroom soup. We'll find a recipe. We found a recipe. It's wonderful. You're just, you know, boring. I am not boring. I am <laughs> many things, but I am not boring. Yeah, that's uh, maybe not the right choice of insult. If anything, um, I'm the reverse. I'm anti-boring. I'm boring in how excitable I am to be around. Please continue with your soup. I, I will. Let's, let's keep going. Marks and Spencer's Super Green Soup. Oh, that is good. That's really good. Mm-mm. Yeah. It's made of lots of different green vegetables. You feel very virtuous, but in not a, it's it's enjoyable yet virtuous. Yes. But yeah. Yeah. It's mm. not a chore to eat, which no. some, some virtuous foods are. Has it got peas in it? Yes, it has. Yeah. And um, edamame beans, I think. Yes. Delicious. I just love soup. Um, right. I have sausage and lentil. I'm, I've written casserole, but I always make it on the hob, so it's a stew. And it could be stew. It just I happen to have written casserole here. Okay. And you can do a veggie version as well using Linda McCartney sausages, and that's really tasty. Is it, though? Is it? Yes, it is. No, because and... those sausages completely disintegrate, so you can never tell how much sausage you're getting. Well, hey. They didn't completely disintegrate. That's rubbish. You've overcooked them, that's what's happened. Well, we'll come to this when I discuss this point. You, c- you can also do a variation where you use um, haricot beans instead of lentils, so it's like baked beans with sausages in it. Mm, well, if you're going to do baked beans with sausages in it, you might just buy one of those tins. You might as well buy one of those tins. I've got two. Good. And my last one is um, root vegetable w- a stew with dumplings in it. Yes. Delicious. I love dumplings, but the word root vegetable makes me feel dangerously on parsnip edge. Okay, it doesn't have to have parsnip in it, but I couldn't think of a better way to to describe the stew that we always have. It was that bean stew we always had, leading everyone to say it's bean stew. I don't care what it's been, I want to know what it is now. My god, that's right. Okay, scratch that. Bean stew with dumplings in it. And it would always have like sweet and carrots and all sorts of different stuff. Yeah, it was the kind of thing where you thought, somebody has removed the meat from this stew. 
You're so miserable. I'm not weirdly. I'm not the kind of person who thinks this this food, if it's not got a bit of a dead animal on it, I don't want it. But that it needed a bit more for me. On right on that occasion. <laughs> okay, that's fine. I mean, it's nonsense, but you know, you're entitled to your opinion. Um, and those are my top five soups and stews. I think. Great choice. Thank you. Would you like mine? I guess. Number one. Number one. Church carrot and coriander soup. Yes, that's the kind of what I was thinking when I wrote carrot and coriander. Now, come with me, dear listener, and Jessica, she's here as well. Back to the mid-90s at our local church. The Christmas bazaar is about to take place, so it must be early November. And <laughs> somebody, I can't remember who, has made a huge amount of carrot and coriander soup for the assembled masses who are setting up trestle tables and covering them in banquet roll. I am in this moment. I am so happy right now. The Baker Ross catalogue has been ordered from some months before. And we are about to have the best carrot and coriander soup of our lives. It's a great soup. That is it's the best carrot soup. and coriander yeah. soup. Number two. Number two. Marks and Spencer's Moroccan chicken soup. A Moroccan chicken soup. Are oh, you stop rocking it? Start eating it. Um, yeah, it's really good. When I worked at my last job, I ate a lot of Marks and Spencer soup because they were usually on offer, and you can get two portions from each, so you can have. It was like two for three pounds or whatever. You'd buy that. You'd have four lunches, and then you have a treat lunch on Friday. And the Moroccan chicken soup was the best soup um, for me. That's that's one serving. I I I like a pint of soup. Yeah, that's insane. Although, when I worked at Plyland Organic, I did used to eat those 500 gram pots of yoghurt. What was I thinking? That's too much yoghurt. It's because my manager kept talking about yoghurt. If he saw you eating a yoghurt, he'd tell you about how great yoghurt was. So I just started eating loads. I think I was desperate for a promotion deep down inside. <laughs> but the Moroccan chicken soup is the best soup from that selection. Although, they do, in their small pots, do a lovely super green chicken soup. Maybe it's not a super green chicken, maybe it's just super green. It's got barley in it and it's nice to chew. Oh, that sounds tasty. It's good to find pleasure in the small things, isn't it? Number three. Number three. Onion Number three. with the cheesy bit is what I've written. So French onion soup. Yeah, I think what I... Gratin is the word oh, I'm gratin. looking for. Not with the cheese. I didn't even write with, I wrote W slash the cheesy bit. <laughs> yeah, now an onion soup, when you think about it, is kind of a rubbish soup. It's just hot onions. Hot liquid onion. That was your band. Oh, I fried an onion and then I've put some water on it. That's not a soup. But then I, mean, you I put think cheese it's probably more it. than water. It's probably more like a sort of beef beef stock or something. It's probably just beef tea with bits of onion floating in it. Yeah, I'd have that. Yeah, you would. I'd buy that for a dollar. That's what I've done this week. I watched Robocop. It's brilliant. <laughs> yeah, and then you get the cheesy stuff on top. Lovely. When I was doing my most recent grocery shop the only thing that I actually needed to replace was the enormous amount of cheese I've eaten in the last two weeks <laughs> number five four number four I can count can you? can I? lentil tomato and sausage stew yep but I think perhaps you would argue why I do it as a casserole because I put it in the oven because this is my argument with a stew it needs to cook for at least two hours that maybe right. tips it into casserole situation but frankly that's the same thing there you are. Stews and casseroles. What is the difference? Well, for me, a stew would be cooked on the stovetop. And but a then it's not a stew. Well, then it's horrible because the whole point of the, putting all of these orphan, mismatched, disparate, like, rotten ends of carrots and beef, 
ragu in a pot is that it looks rank and then you cook it for two hours and it suddenly becomes the finest meal known to mankind. So if you just put it on the top, the flavours can't percolate. It's just a bit thick. Like, the texture is gone. It's a bit watery. You need to cook it for two hours, which is why Linda McCartney sausages are not up to the job. That's because that particular iteration of that... Uh, dish doesn't need to be cooked for two hours because the ingredients flavor wise i would argue it does right now if you cooked meat i once cooked somebody the stew and they offered to marry me and and this was before i told them i had ben and jerry's in the freezer (laughs) the defense rests um okay you need to cook it for a nice long time which brings me to number five any kind of meat and alcohol Sorry, this isn't. This is just a, another note I found attached. Uh, that was my shopping list. Well, firstly, all meals start with chopping up an onion. That goes without saying. Yes. That's how we yes, cook. Standard. And then you think, what shall I cook? I know. I've chopped up my onion. I've got this meat. I'll put this alcohol in. I'll put it in the oven for three to six hours. Come back. Have a lovely meal. Beef, Guinness, pork, cider, anything, wine. Me, wine. Ham, coke. Yeah, ham and coke. I mean, that's not alcohol, but we'll we'll include it under the... T- it's <laughs> a, I'm just thinking about drinks. It's an honorary alcohol. I've got a recipe for a Bloody Mary beef that I chopped out of Sainsbury's magazine. I don't know if that would be horrible or amazing. It's got vodka in it, Jessica. You cook it for a thousand years. And then you cook it, and then you eat it, and then... <laughs> What a great, what a great impassioned <laughs> description it, of what I like. And then food. you eat it. Yeah, God, that's um, unusual, it. isn't it? Cook it, eat it. Mm. So that's the that's the fifth best kind of stew. This is in no order, but you know, I know these. Yeah, these these were in uh, soup and stew. I actually separated out the categories. I actually did. So on this occasion, they they were in a particular order. They just weren't ranked. Although you could argue some of them were rank. No, I have no honourable mentions because, frankly, I stopped thinking about soup. Yeah, I I also have no honourable mentions. Number five on mine encompasses pretty much everything I want to eat. Even if you don't put the alcohol and the meat together. As long as the meat is cooked. Yeah, I mean, frankly, if you gave me bacon and a can of Bulmers, (laughs) they sponsor us now, then that would be fine. Bacon were cooked, I'd be happy as Larry. If Larry were a woman who is eating bacon and drinking cider. I don't feel very well. <laughs> uh, shall we wrap that up there? Do you want my song? Yes, Rosie, what's your song? My song is So Nice, So Smart by Kim Yard Dawson, which is on the Juno soundtrack, which I've not listened to in many years, but I listened to it last night while Larry completed an Ocado water. Lovely. Thank you. We love it. Can I do a snack? What is your snack? What is your snack? Well, I thought in honour of the Super Bowl, I would go with... Uh, oh my god! That's why we're doing soups and stews, because it was the Super Bowl! Oh a bowl of soup! It's like we planned it! It's like we planned it! How good are we? Right, well, um, you see, I would have gone with wings, because that was what I was highly surrounded by on Sunday. You but can't obviously I eat don't... Paul McCartney, he's a vegetarian! Well, exactly, he wouldn't approve. But obviously... Um, I don't eat wings, so I've gone with nachos, because you can have vegan nachos. Yes, you can. Yeah. So that was my snack of the day. Of the week. Fortnite. Neil Lanford! Neil Lanford. Jessica. Rosie. 
now I can talk about my secret knitting project from the last episode because I have completed it and presented it to the person for whom it is intended. Although actually not really because it's for her baby and the baby is not born yet. But I made a lovely cardigan, if I say so myself, using the basic Raglan baby cardigan sweater pattern from Ravelry by Kay Okun. That's a lovely free pattern and I highly recommend it. I'd never done a Raglan sleeve before and it is such a treat and it just comes out looking so... Oh, there's something brilliant about the increases and I'm very pleased with it. Um, I was just using some Sirdar Snuggly in a blue and white stripe, which I thought was very innovative of me. And then I went back to look at the example picture on the Ravelry page and that's in a blue and white stripe, so perhaps less so. <laughs> so that's what I've been knitting and I finished it all up, apart from sewing up the underside of the sleeves because I'm horrible at sewing things up. So I made Mavis do it. I made her do it on a train. But I sewed the buttons on myself. That's really very easy. Good. That's not an achievement. No. So now uh, that's all done. That's been presented uh, to its its recipient. And I have bought the needles ready to do my Knit Your Own Humphreys Corner toy pattern. So I think that's going to be my next project. Um, yeah, I saw the cardigan just before you finished it. It looked very nice. I have photos of it completed with the buttons. So. Oh, very good. Will they be on your Ravelry page? Uh, they will be. My Ravelry page is a little out of date, but I will also put up some pictures on the show notes and on the Twitter. Cool. Yeah, my Ravelry page is woefully out of date. I need to take some pictures of things and put it on. Well, I sent off my uh, second pair of Camp Out Fingerless mitts without having taken pictures, but luckily their recipient took photos and put them online. And frankly, they are identical to the other pair, so... Um, yeah, I've not I've not really done much needle and thread recently. I've bought all the ingredients to bake a carrot cake this weekend because I have a lot of carrots that need making up, but I've also bought more carrots. So I'm in an infinite loop of carrots um, I'm just looking across the living room and I've got the bits of a patchwork quilt sitting on um, sitting on the armchair looking at me. I, I started making this square. They, they're only six by six inches. Um, and uh, I started sewing it up about two weeks ago. They're an individual square, not sewing, this, sewing all the squares together. And they're just like triangles in pieces because apparently it takes me two weeks to, to sew some triangles together. <laughs> it's been, been slow. That's pretty much it. Oh, I saved new buttons on my coat and it looks awesome. I have a, a blue uh, coat from, just from New Look, just from the high street. Uh, but it had some gold buttons on and they weren't quite my style. So I took them all off and I put wooden buttons on that I got in the local sewing shop. Because I like to patronise local independent businesses. Oh, you're a local independent business. Oh. Yeah, that's exactly what I do. So I just go in and have a chat with the nice ladies that work there. Also, I'm quite often buying quite a lot. And they go, oh, what are you making here? And then we have a lovely chat. So that's kind of what I've done, really. What have we seen this week? What, what have, have we seen, seen this, this week? week? Okay, so I have a couple of things. Number one was a very funny video I saw, which was preparing yourself for the new Decemberists album, <laughs> which is somebody doing a word game where they have to define all of the archaic, oldie-worldy words that Decemberists, the Decemberists use in their lyrics. And then, and only then, are they ready to listen to the new album right it's very amusing so we'll pop that up there's also a very funny thing on buzzfeed that's actually original content called hermione granger and the goddamn patriarchy i've seen that it's very funny the whole of harry potter holds as if hermione is the main character and instead of fighting voldemort representing evil she's fighting voldemort representing the evil of the patriarchy and it's very funny also on buzzfeed there was a quiz which jessica got 14 out of 15 on and i got five out of 15 on see rosie sent me a link on uh, Twitter saying, I got five uh, with a with a link to click on. And I was like, I, I don't know what this is going to be. And it's, um, how much do you know about Romeo and Michelle, the hardest quiz ever? And I was like, 
yep, cracks knuckles. Let's have a go. I got 14. The only one I didn't know was who directed it, but that was the only one that wasn't content-based. Everything else was to do with the actual film. Yes. I got all of them. I got very few of them. All of them. We encourage you to go and take that quiz. And I would like to encourage you to watch all five seasons of Community, which have just gone on Netflix. <laughs> I'm so excited. I watched the first season last year, which my friend Ellen very kindly bought for me on DVD. I've been thinking, oh, I ought to get the other ones. I really enjoyed it. And then it all went on Netflix. And this is why you should never buy DVDs, just in case they turn up on Netflix. It's fine to buy DVDs of things you want to watch over and over again and you want to guarantee you have. Yeah. But to watch it the first time, it's quite nice to have it streaming so you don't have to expend £30. Yeah, that's that's wise. That's wise. That is... Well, it's not what I'll be doing because I've learned that you cannot video everything in HD on a Virgin Media TiVo box because it just fills up massively. So I am now desperately trying to watch all the things I videoed before I realised this. <laughs> so I thought, oh yeah, you know, it's not that much more. Apparently it's about four times as much space as normal recordings. Oh, right. Yeah, that's a lot. I've watched one of my Judy Garland things. I've watched two concerts. Robocop 2. The Librarian. No, that's that was never in HD. Oh, of course, of course. Yeah. This is just something I'm very excited about, and I greatly encourage everyone to watch Community. And talk to me about it. Okay, cool, bye. Oh, there was a nice bit of Super Bowl that you'd have enjoyed. Queen Elsa sang the national anthem. Yay! See, I told you you'd enjoy some of it. Thing is, she would also do it really well. She did. I mean, if you need someone to, to do the national anthem. Because, I mean, I really, really like the US national anthem. I prefer it to our own. But the range you need to get all those notes is quite wide. And I do not necessarily have that range. Whereas Adina Menzel... The the range... Yeah, if you need someone with range, she's, she's your gal. But um, I suspect that the range needed for singing the national anthem before national um, sporting events... It's a lot larger than if you're just singing it, say, in assembly. Well, that's because everyone adds 6,000 extra notes. It's a yes. little irritating. I would like somebody just to sing the tune. Yeah, I would say probably don't go with <laughs> Mariah Carey. Yeah, that. Wobbling. she be there for four days, uh, but she did a good job. And she also looked like she was having a nice time as well. That's good. Today they released pictures for the short sequel film they're doing called Frozen Fever. Ooh. Which is like a little mini one. Like the... Um, Rapunzel and Eugene Wedding. I've not seen that. I think I've seen it. I think it's only about six minutes long or so. I don't remember. Maybe I'll go watch that now. Okay, Jessica. I'm done. Okay, bye. This weather is actually appropriate for asking people if they want to build snowmen. Don't sing. We will be back in two weeks' time. Maybe I will sit up to record the next one. Yeah, listen to this space. Bye. Bye. To find out more and to look at our show notes, you can visit our website at rosieandjessica.co.uk. You can email us at say hello to rosieandjessica at gmail.com or you can follow us on Twitter, The Day of Fun Show. You can listen to our shows on Mixcloud or you can download us from iTunes. See you soon!